What's up, guys? Welcome to the My Local Podcast. I'm Alexis, and I'm super happy to be here with you again. Today, we've got our head pastor, lead pastor, Jared Runyon. Thanks for coming back with us. Thanks for having me again. And we've got a special guest. You are Uncle Jeff to all of us here, Mm -hmm. Jeff Runyon, Um, but you're also the director of the Free World Network. Bom, bom, bom. Yeah. So before we get into it all, Jared, what is the Free World Network? Great question. Yeah. Okay, so in 2020, we launched My Local here in Nashville, a local church. In 2021, we are officially launching the Free World Network, which is the umbrella that we're launching all of the house churches outside of Nashville. So we will be launching churches this year in Mississippi, in Athens, Greece, in Bengaluru, India, and in Jakarta, Indonesia. Exciting stuff. So Uncle Jeff is going to be overseeing all of those house churches outside of Nashville. Which is so exciting. That's like... Crazy exciting. (laughs) We got to talk to your wife, McKenna, and we were talking about how, you know, this vision is so exciting to actually see come to life. And so the Free World Network is, it's coming to life. Mm -hmm. It's very exciting. So... Uncle Jeff, you have been part of it's this. It's probably with us. worth saying, by the way. Sorry yeah, to cut you yeah. off. We're saying Uncle Jeff because he is literally my uncle. Yes, he and is. When he started coming through our church, I would introduce him as Uncle Jeff, and then Danny, who's right over there off camera. <laughs> uh, I was having a conversation with him. I'm like, I'm just going to call him Jeff from now on because I don't want it to be weird, Uncle. And Danny was like, Yeah, I'm still going to call him Uncle Jeff. <laughs> so uh, he has officially been called Uncle Jeff by mm-hmm. everybody, even when he's not actually their uncle. Yeah, it's like our name of honor. For you, yeah. Uncle yeah, Jeff. Yeah, it's a term of endearment. <laughs> it's very sweet. I'm thankful. Well, yeah. we we love you, and we love yeah. having you here. And I know you have this title of director of the Free World Network, but I feel like it does not even come close to what you've done for us. Mm. Like the past six months that you've been hopping through the house churches and helping us with handbooks and stuff. We'll talk about that later, guys. Don't worry. I'm not going to leave you hanging. <laughs> but um, you have done so much to bring and clarify who we are. And it's just like, I have noticed personally such a huge impact. Mm. So I'm really thankful for you and excited for everybody to hear from you because you've done so much. Well, I'm grateful. It's it's neat to be called Uncle Jeff. Usually when I'm in the room, I'm one of the older ones sitting <laughs> in the room. And um, I'm just um, really enjoying it. About six months ago, Jared and I spent some time together and I had known about my local and what you were doing a little yeah. bit. But as I kind of was changing seasons in what I was doing in ministry, yeah. there was an opportunity for me to kind of come alongside Jared. And I remember a very specific moment where I felt the Lord telling me, yeah. Jeff, for a season, this is what I want you to do. And I said, mm-hmm. okay, Lord, if you want me to do that, I will step in. And so what yeah. I've just really been doing is just been watching and listening and loving what I've been seeing and thinking about how how my local could be a place where in this generation, you yeah. uniquely can bring others to Christ. Yeah. And I I uh, love that you guys are uncle and nephew. <laughs> I feel like it's maybe it's just a girl thing, but that's just so sweet to me that the Lord would bring you guys together mm-hmm. to do this mission because that that's, doesn't always happen. Yeah, totally. So it's really beautiful. Yeah. And I know, Uncle Jeff, you've been kind of hopping through all the different house churches. Yeah. We've got several of them. And over the past six months, you've been doing that with Jared and compiling everything. What do you think of it all? Well, it's been fun, a lot of fun. Do you Not, like us? Yeah. <laughs> well, I'm still around after six months, and I'm going to keep coming so that I can think that tells you something. But no, it's been fun because looking at all of the house churches, while there are five house churches, 
it's really one church meeting in five locations. Right. And with the unique approach of, of the house church model, it allows a house to have its own kind of personality of its oh, yeah. leaders and mm-hmm. its uniqueness. But yet, because we're all on the same page, everybody's moving at the same pace through the same things, and there's a consistent message throughout. Yeah. So that's a big deal, especially with, as far as how house churches can be really effective and also be prepared in a way that can replicate and grow into other right. house churches. Yeah. I, I actually love that. I talk about that all the time, how each house church does have its own personality. Mm. And so many people don't get to see that because they don't hop through them all, but you get to see that in action. So that that's super fun. Yeah, it's been interesting because obviously in this COVID season, we've never we've not been able while I've been here for the six months. Right. I had attended one of the big events before just because I mm-hmm. wanted to see what it was about and see what it was like. But not having that space for the big events, it's been it's been hard not to be able to get everybody together. Oh, yeah. And and obviously we're praying and hoping for the day soon mm-hmm. when that can happen, when we, we can all so be bad. together <laughs> at least for one event during the mm-hmm. month. Yeah. But there is, a, there is a, a wonderful dynamic of what it means to be at a big event where everybody's together and there's an energy and an excitement and a unifying oh, yeah. mission in that one. But then there's an intimacy when it breaks down into the five houses. Yes. So the community, the fostering of the community, you can really see how powerful that is oh, yeah. for, for helping people spiritually. Yeah. I've told people, I made this joke, I think, on the first podcast, but in order to get away from accountability and just being actual friends and family with someone in house church, you'd have to run. Like, yeah, I don't know if it's possible. You'd have to intentionally not want to make friends. Yeah, you'd sure. have to like sit by the door, run out immediately. It's just— Be in the bathroom for an hour and a half or something. Right, which yeah. would be kind of awkward because, you know, we're in houses, so someone else might need Eventually, to use Eventually, you have yeah. to come out. Yeah, it's going to be weird. Mm-hmm. So— you, you've seen on the house churches, where is my local now and where do you see it being by the end of the year? As we look at the five house churches, we've obviously been talking a lot about uh, what it means for a house church to be healthy. Mm-hmm. That's where you kind of have the right leaders in place and everyone is, is sharing the, the, the approach of, of helping each other, to disciple each other, yeah. uh, to love one another well. But as, as the five house churches become healthy and mm-hmm. begin to increase in size, then what we're praying for and looking for yeah. is for God to raise up new leaders and allow a group of maybe eight, or five, eight to ten or so begin a new house church plant. Yeah. So we're praying that God will you know, blossom the five house churches in Nashville, at least a couple more at, yeah. by the end of this year. So one of the things that I've thought was really cool that you guys have done together um, is you took the Jackson crew. So our Mississippi crew that's about to start, you took them through kind of the handbook and stuff like that to train them to start this, this new My Local in Mississippi. Can you tell me kind of just what that looks like? Yeah, it was kind of, it birthed from the idea that as people were looking at what was happening here in Nashville and kind of deciding that they wanted to also have a house church model like my local in their area. Through some connections, we are able to put put together a group of leaders who wanted to launch a a house church in Jackson, Mississippi. So they came up a couple of days in December, Mm -hmm. and it was more about just letting us love on them and encourage them and help them to learn and take a deep dive into what my local in Nashville looks like. And so the handbook was at the beginning stages of developing yeah. during that time. So it was kind of our first opportunity to kind of use it to uh, to help teach someone in a very clear, concise way how my local operates yeah. and the, what, what it's about. And it was great to see their eyes just open up to how 
This is not very complicated. It's right. very simple. Mm-hmm. It's it's really promoting Jesus and bringing others yeah. to the Lord. And they saw they could do that. So they left very excited, looking forward to launching. I remember we got to have um, breakfast with them the next day at Pinewood, and they were radiating. Mm-hmm. So you yeah. guys did a great job with that. Yeah. Um, so we meet together in houses. And people are familiar with that because Bible studies meet in houses. But what's the difference between what we do, a church, and a Bible study in a house? Yeah. Can I say one thing about that yeah. before you? Yeah. Yeah, I'd you love for you to answer that. Sure. Uh, I, I think this is such an interesting question mm-hmm. because I vividly remember um, uh, going back like 2018, we had been meeting for a little while, yeah. and uh, my pastor, Gene, Dr. Gene Mim, shout out, Dr. Gene. <laughs> He's probably not listening to this, but we'll pretend that he is. Um, was like, you know, I really think my local is like early days of a church plant. Yeah. And I was like, oh, I don't know. Like it's, you know, uh, that felt crazy to me at the yeah. time. And he was like, well, what is a church? Mm. And, okay, so like <laughs> like context, like my dad was a pastor. I grew up in church. I had been to Bible college at this point. You're like, oh, no. And for some reason, no. that question felt really hard to answer. <laughs> I was like, I know what a church is. What do you think a church is, you know? Yeah. Um, so I, I just, I say that to say, like, it's it's interesting when you have a, a group of believers that are mm-hmm. meeting together regularly, yeah. and they're, like, worshiping together and mm-hmm. studying together. Like, if it's not a church, it's starting to look dangerously close. <laughs> and so I'd love to hear your thoughts on what's the yeah. difference in a Bible study yeah. in a church. Yeah. You know, I've been involved in church ministry. I was in college at a Bible college here in Nashville and graduated in 1989. Mm-hmm. So I've seen a lot of changes along yeah. the way in what churches do and the approaches and the things they do. And I remember very significantly in those early days when when kind of the small group movement within churches right. was growing and, and taking shape. Yeah. Um, and then, you know, a lot of churches are built around a community group model mm-hmm. where they they come together for Sunday services, but then during the week, instead yeah. of Sunday school, they would have home-based groups that would right, meet. Right. And so those Bible studies would be happening throughout the week in different places. One of the unique expressions, I believe, of my local is that it's not just a Bible study. Right. You know, Bible studies tend to be little small islands where they kind of do their own thing or they mm-hmm. they might make a decisions around what they're doing yeah. and that might be different from other places. Right, right. And so there's no shared expression sometimes with a, just a simple Bible study. Right. And it's usually very focused in that it's just maybe everyone comes together specifically to study a Bible passage, mm-hmm. and that's mainly the, the why. That's the only reason why they meet. Yeah. Uh, a house church model expands on that. It create it kind of mirrors and puts together what kind of happens on a Sunday morning typically at a mm-hmm. church with what happens in a small group setting. Okay. And in that house church model, there's there's a worship time. Mm-hmm. There's um, obviously a, a hang, having fun time together. That's mm-hmm. that's important. Uh, there's the studying of the word. Mm-hmm. There's there's prayer time that takes place. And mm-hmm. so it's a little broader of an expression. And not only is it just a a, a a small house church, but it's but it's a group of house churches that are following the same patterns and direction and and shared experiences in that case. Right. So that's that's a that's a big deal because I think it yeah. takes it a little step further than what just a Bible study would be. 
For sure, definitely. I think even the, when I think about it, small groups was a big thing that we did at first. And we made the jump to this church in 2020. And it really did change a lot Mm -hmm. in the way that we did things and the way that things were structured. And I feel like it brought a lot more health when we added all those things. Yeah, I think so too. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and it's the idea of kind of coming together to, and and we're encouraging everyone to see this as their church and to invest their their time and their talents and their treasures, Mm -hmm. not because it's not about each of us. Mm -hmm. It's about what God is doing through each of us to to bring others to Jesus, to disciple others, and Mm -hmm. to love on others and show the love of Christ. Yeah. yeah. So let's let's get to it. Let's talk about the My Local mm-hmm. Handbook. This has been like your your baby. It has. And <laughs> it's been a fun experience. I did this in the, the last church that I was a part of mm-hmm. where we took a period of time to really study and look at what was our unique expression of our church. You know, too mm-hmm. many churches try to just copy other churches. They'll right. grab this or grab that and grab yeah. this, and there, there's no there's no unique expression of them. Mm-hmm. So what was fun about this was, hey, let's let's take a step back and with the bird's eye view, yeah. look at what my local is doing and how it's expressing itself. And wow, it was so fun <laughs> to watch and see uh, this this handbook turned into a, a mission to really, as best we could. Mm-hmm articulate in as clear and as few words as possible what yeah. my local is all about. So it's a really short five to 10 minute read. It doesn't mm-hmm. take long, no, but doesn't. the idea is this, this little handbook will give you kind of all you need to know to get started at my local, to be yeah. a part of my local, to know what the mission, vision, and values are, to know how mm-hmm. we meet on Monday nights and Sunday nights, yeah. particularly with the house church and then with what we do on Sunday nights specifically. Mm-hmm. But then it also has some things in there about our rhythms. That's our spiritual disciplines that we participate in, yeah. not because they're duties, but because right. they're invitations to a deeper, richer walk with journey with our Lord. Right, right. Um, and then, of course, we put a couple of things in the back that are some <laughs> just a, a statement of faith mm-hmm. and some resources, some recommended resources that yeah. can be utilized in, in discipling and, bi- and Bible study with each other. Yeah. So this little handbook is really going to be a great tool. We printed it where we're, you know, we're getting uh, produced in a way that would allow people to hand it out and have conversations yeah. with each other. And it's going to be a, a helpful tool, especially as house churches launch in Nashville. Yeah. But the for house churches outside of Nashville to very mm-hmm. quickly see what we're doing. Yeah, I feel like this handbook, the moment you handed it to us in like a staff meeting, I was like, I knew who we were, obviously. I've been here for three years. <laughs> My goodness, I hope I know. Mm. But I looked at this and I was like, oh, mm. no, this makes sense. This yeah. is who we are. Every, every, I mean, this is every bit of who we are, but it it's the general overview. Mm-hmm. Like you could really truly read this handbook and be like, I get it. I get why. Yeah, 100% know what you're saying. Because, like, it, until this, that only existed, like, I don't want to be cheesy, but, like, in our hearts and, <laughs> yeah, like, yeah. And, in our conversations. And it got crazy as, as, you know, last year we're talking to different leaders in different yeah. countries about my local and planting of my local. And it's, like, without this, mm-hmm. that's a crazy thing that it's just, like, a random conversation happening over yeah. FaceTime. <laughs> I'm sure the people on the other end of that are, like, are these people legit, you know? Um <laughs> I have a, a mentor who said, until it exists on paper, it doesn't exist. And yeah. and a bomb went off in my head when I heard I that. And I was like, wait a minute, we, we exist, you know? Um, so just in, in, in the context of uh, clarity, I feel mm-hmm. like it's already like 
done a lot for the health of our church here in Nashville. So mm-hmm. it was one of those things where, as I came in and was looking around, I saw immediately this this needed to happen, and yeah. it, it was fun to kind of just take on this project with with all the leaders and really get down the the core basic truths of what my yeah. local is about and get it down in a great printable form we can hand out and you give to others. Yeah, you did a great job. I look at it and I even see just the phrases that we've used for years in meetings. Mm -hmm. And it's so fun. And um, I hope we have this in every podcast, but I'm just going to read it. (laughs) The mission is to see a free world by building the church of tomorrow. Mm. And I feel like, I mean, that's that's who we are. Mm -hmm. And it's been so fun just to have that on paper. I'm with you. I don't want to take credit for the design in the sense that we kind I of did put the design. Yeah. Is what he's about <laughs> no, to say. We put together <laughs> the materials and then and then we handed it off to mm-hmm. Jordan Rubino, who yeah. really, shout out Jordan Rubino, yes, the greatest designer in the world. Just knocked it out of the park for its feel and look and design. Just mm-hmm. fantastic. So grateful yeah. for how God uses the skill sets of the people in our body mm-hmm. yeah. to step up and provide things that that for serving the Lord in yeah. ways that are going to make a huge impact. Yeah. I love it. Um, do you have any favorite parts in the handbook that you're just like, I, I would love to read this or this is my favorite part, anything like that? You know, I love how the rhythms are very quickly articulated in a short, concise way yeah. and call us to really focus on What's really important and in the sense that, you know, all our lives we learn about spiritual disciplines and we go, oh, no, I got to do those things. But mm-hmm. the reality is they're, like I said, they're invitations, not duties. Mm-hmm. Right. And it's a delight to know that these six ways that we are learning and growing in and, and, and yeah. walking in together are really tools that help us to deepen our walk with the Lord. And yeah. uh, I like that part of it. I like yeah. how it gives us focus to the things that really matter, mm-hmm. and it gives us space to be open to being spirit-dependent on the Lord and yeah. trusting Him to do what only He can do. Yeah, definitely. Jay, do you have any questions or anything for Uncle Jeff about <laughs> uh, the handbook? Yeah, I, I'm with you. I think my favorite <laughs> part of that handbook is the disciplines, mm-hmm. um, what we call rhythms, because I feel like in the church world, like trends like come and go so quick, right? right? Like every six months, there's like a brand new thing that you've got to know because it's going to revitalize your yada, right. yada, yada, <laughs> um, which is fine. I actually like love trends as well. I got a daggum golden tooth. Um, but <laughs> in a more timeless sense, I'm yeah. like, I'm really interested spiritually in the things that are not going to shift that right. we can like put in place and say, Let's just keep doing these, and then 30 years down the road, it'll be really obvious how these pay off. Mm-hmm. Um, a book called Celebration of Discipline is where we're so pulling good. a lot of those things from. Mm-hmm. But just the consistent rhythms that Jesus practiced and taught about mm-hmm. that create inevitable spiritual growth. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Every time I talk about it to my house church, I'm like, this is the rhythm, and I give you know the why we do the rhythms, and talking about how these are things that Jesus did. Mm-hmm. Every every week, every day, I wasn't there every day, but um, <laughs> I'm assuming as much as possible. Yeah. And in order to emulate his life, we do the things he did. Totally. And it's just so simple. Yeah, yeah. It's just so simple. So I do. I love that those are in there. And if anybody, if you guys want to look at the handbook, um, you can hop on our Discord. It's in the show notes. Um, and we'll definitely put that there. But We should definitely do a whole podcast episode or maybe even a series yeah. around the disciplines. Yeah. Oh, for sure. Yeah. Down That'll be in the future. Don't yeah. you worry. So if somebody wanted to be part of my local, how do they do it? Great question. It depends where you are. 
Um, if you're in Nashville, it's very easy. Uh, we is. would love for you to come to a house church or come to one of our monthly gatherings where all of our house churches are in one place. Mm-hmm. If you're outside of Nashville, it's a little more complicated, but it's not impossible. So we would love to do that as well, um, connect you in. I think the easiest way is for you to DM mm-hmm. uh, at my local Nashville on Instagram and we'll connect you. Yep. Super quick. And like I said, you can jump into the Discord in the show notes. Um, and we would actually love to answer your questions. So maybe in the future, as we keep doing these, we might have a question section. So uh, throw those in there, and we would love to answer them. Mm-hmm. Do you have any encouragement for us? Any scripture, final words, you know? You know, Jesus said in Matthew 16, he said, I will build my church, and the gates of hell will not prevail against it. Yeah. I mean, we've read the back of the book. We know how it ends. We do. But what's interesting to me is that God chooses to partner with us to bring the gospel to our generation. Crazy. Yeah. And every generation gets the opportunity to kind of redefine and reshape and think through how strategically to reach the current generation. You know, the message never changes, but the methods yeah. do. Right. And so right. that was one of the things that excited me. When I look at the house churches here, I see a movement of what it means to bring the gospel to this generation. Mm-hmm. And he has uniquely put all of you at your age, yeah. at this place, at this time mm-hmm. for his purpose. Yeah. And to watch that happen is so exciting. And I'm grateful that I get to glimpse to see <laughs> what's happening. Same. I'm ready to turn the table over. I know. (laughs) (laughs) I imagine that meme, the guy with the cereal. You know the one I'm talking about. It's like, whoo. Yeah. Yeah. Flip. Yeah. Well, we would actually love for you guys to be part of my local. Mm -hmm. So like you said, you can just hop on the Discord or hop on Instagram, and we'll get you connected literally that day. Like today, you're listening right now. You could be connected in five minutes. So um, thanks for being here. Thank you guys for being here and taking the time. Thank you, Lex. Love it. We see you guys the next time. Bye.